0: Hey,
1: where's your outlet? So I could plug you in on this week's episode of Smiley Said It. Today's date is October 20th, 2020, and it is Tuesday. Hey, there are some things that I want to talk about. Yeah, and I'm going to be talking about the Underground Railroad trailer directed by Barry Jenkins. I'm gonna be talking about Ice Cube, shout out to him, getting hell for no reason, but wanting better for his people in America. I'm gonna be talking about 50 Cent and him voting for Donald Trump. Like that should be news, but people are pissed about it. And I don't know why. Aisha Curry and her new blonde look and her new lipstick, her new makeup, whatever. That's getting people rowdy and fucking offended and mad and pissed about where she's trending on Twitter to the point where I don't even have Twitter anymore. You guys know that because I have been banned. So that tells you that is bullshit right there, right? If I know about it and it's that that she's getting hell about, then we're going to be talking about a lot of shit on this episode. We'll continue to be out of control. So stay tuned. We're going to be taking off in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, you guys. Hey, it's been a while. And the last episode that I had was actually. A little bit over, I think, three hours? (laughs) So it was a long episode, but hey, you know, I get carried away sometimes. And I try to keep my episodes about an hour and 20 minutes to an hour and a half. But I just went over time and I had a lot of shit on my mind. And tonight I have a lot of shit on my mind, but I'm going to try to keep it minimum. (laughs) <laughs> because a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about, I kind of, I kind of reached the point of being like, wow, I actually did talk about this, but not in depth. Like I didn't talk about it specifically in terms of like my actual emotions, you know, and how it affects my mental space and being online on social media it can be really fucking tricky you know like being black is now synonymous to like anybody based off of their lineage and i don't i'm not fucking with it you know like i'm very like i'm just to me black power is something that started off different from my understanding in black american history than what it, people are portraying it to be today in 2020 in America. And I disagree with it. And to me, Black Power and the Black Panther Party was not thinking about immigration. <laughs> like, so it's very odd to me that you have people that are foreigners, that are first, second, third generation um, foreigners, immigrants, as you will say. Um, pretty much feeling like they don't know where they belong, right? In America. And I'm looking at it in that perspective, as opposed to black Americans, AKA ADOS, AKA American descendants of slavery, um, feeling like they're lost or don't know where they belong. Because again, we're talking about America, right? We're not talking about anybody anywhere else in the world. We're talking specifically about Americans. And so it's very um, interesting to me to see how the roles are flipped now that you see a movement happening in regards to reparations and having the understanding of uh, the wealth gap and not just race, but also ethnicity now. Because now being Black, just being Black, is no longer the conversation. It's now about who are you and where you're from. Blackness is now monolithic. But only when it pertains to Black Americans and our culture and our heritage, right? Within the Black diaspora in America. So we're going to get into that. Now I'm going to start this episode off of, of course, singing an intro <laughs> that I feel like I feel like singing in the moment. So here we go.
0: Late at night when all the world is sleeping.
1: I stayed up and think of you And I wish on a star That somewhere you
0: are thinking of me too Cause I'm dreaming
1: of you tonight Till tomorrow I'll be holding you tight And there's nowhere in the world I'd rather be Than here in my room Dreaming about you and me Shout out to the only Selena (laughs) Um, that I acknowledge and that was Dreaming of You and I wanted to give her a tribute because I will be dressing up as her in one of my Halloween costumes and I just wanted to share that. So, for those that actually listen to my podcast, you get the first dibs on my next Halloween costume after another legend that I will be dressing up as. I was uh Rihanna from what's my name featuring Drake. I dressed up as her a few days ago when I went to see my family back home in Massachusetts. And that was a fun Halloween costume to dress up as because I always wanted to rock that outfit that Rihanna wore in What's My Name video. Like that whole assemble is fucking sickening. Like, I don't know who, I I need to figure out who the fuck was the stylist for that music video because it was everything. So. 10 plus years later, I think it was like 2009 or 2010. One of the one of those two years, but that's when the music video came out. And I was like living for Rihanna's loud era. Like the whole loud album to me still is timeless. It didn't get enough accolades. It is just amazing. So I wanted to get tribute to Rihanna. Shout out to her, Beijing Queen. And um so let's dive right on in to today's show. So we're just going to dive right on into to talking about Ice Cube's contract with America pertaining black Americans and what the hell either party at this point is going to do for black Americans specifically. And he has a 13 page agenda on his website, icecube.com. If you haven't read through it, that is very vital. How else can you talk about it if you don't know what the hell he's talking about, right? I knew this would happen, and I'm pretty sure Ice Cube knew this would happen because there's been us regular folks, you know, us regular Negroes on the ground doing the hard work and trying to make our voices heard, right, in politics for decades, and especially when it regards to
0: our agenda, right? So- what the black american agenda is
1: pertains to your basics, you know, reparations, closing in the wealth gap and making sure that we're not casted out in this country after building it for 400 years. That seems pretty, you know, basic, right? But no, no, no. It's not. <laughs> it's not for a lot of people including Black Americans themselves, aka African Americans or Native Black Americans or FBA. AKA foundational black Americans or ADOS, AKA, AKA American descendants of slavery. I like to call myself ADOS, AKA American descendants of slavery, because that is exactly what my identity and, you know, what I'm fighting for, right? That, that is exactly an agenda and it is my lineage. That is exactly what I am. I'm not African-American, but I do tend to say African-American when I'm speaking for myself in a general broad sense because people still have yet understood what ADOS means and what that movement pertains of. So people understand exactly what African-Americans are. And so I typically say that, but I do not personally like to be called that. It's just easier to get the conversation started and knowing exactly who you're talking about when you say African-Americans, but then I do include ADOS, in that conversation so that at least when people leave the discussion that surrounds African Americans, they know who ADOS is. And if you don't know who ADOS is, and you're listening to this podcast right now, please check out ADOS, A-D-O-S, 101.com. And that is where you get the information about who we are, our lineage, and what we're fighting for in this country currently and what our movement is, et cetera. You you, you get everything on that website. Um, shout out to Yvette Carnell and Antonio Moore. Those are the two founders of the ADOS movement and they are significantly important in this movement. And I really want you guys to check out their YouTube channels. Yvette Carnell and, um, Antonio Moore on YouTube, please. That, that is the least that people can do, right. If they want to have a better understanding of who we are in this country after 400 years and what our goal is. Right. So now that I got that out the way, let's move on to ice cube and how the media and, um, you know, blue check Twitter, Uh accounts are after him and i'm a lot of us majority of us understand why but it's really sad to see how you have folks like claudia jordan and vivica a fox and selena johnson and all these women these black women well actually um including (laughs) mulattoes um in this discussion are attacking this man for literally writing up a 13 page agenda for black Americans specifically that he is trying to, it's a draft, right? It's not a full and set thing. It's just simply a draft where it it lines out exactly what we need to present to the government for what is owed to us and what we need right that is the basics that is the fundamental aspect of politics is that you write up something an agenda a policy something that presents the idea of what a group is particularly in need of when it comes to their liberty. Ice Cube was on a uh, Fox Soul, you know, the, the platform with Vivica a. Fox and the other girls. I don't give a fuck about to mention what their platform is, but y'all know, for those that know, you know. But those that don't, it's not important. But pretty much you had Ice Cube on a platform with a bunch of black women and mulattos. Yeah, I said it because it's true, Claudia, you're half black and half white. So I'm going to call you a biracial woman and black woman on the panel. And they discuss all types of crazy stuff. You know, they, they talk about sex and they talk about men, black men. They love talking down on black men. They love talking down on black women, Nicki Minaj. Y'all already know. I address that. They're like those aunties, those ignorant aunts in your family that just doesn't keep up with time, you know? That they, that they, they're very outdated and washed and they just give you their ignorance and obtuse, you know, opinion. That that entire, you know, group of women on that platform, they're outdated. That that is the nicest way I'm going to put it. They're outdated. Okay? They, they don't have anything else going. The, the show is called Cocktails with Queens. None of them are queens. I'm sorry. They're not. Not how they carry themselves on that platform. They're not. They're just any other regular black folk that just talk shit, have a misunderstanding about sexuality, identity, and they, yeah. I don't want to go in too deep, but you can watch for yourself if you care to. You know, it's on Fox Soul, on their platform. You can catch it on YouTube, whatever, may have you. Anyways, so yeah. So the fact that Ice Cube decided to be on a panel full of women, you know, to me was like, what the hell does he have anything to hide for? He can address whatever these ladies had in mind and he'll give it to you straight, but also based upon what is already given to us on a platform such as Google, public information that they could have researched themselves, but nope, they gaslighted the man, they projected onto the man and they, they put their own ideas out, you know, black women were the most ignored and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I, we we already know that, but that's not the conversation for ice cube to be had on that platform in that time, right. For it to be aired, like, if you, if you had that type of question, like, oh, black, like black American women are included in, you know, your agenda. Why wouldn't you have this laid out before, right? The show aired, like why not ask him personally being like, okay, so we're going to be talking about this and we don't see black American women involved. So we need some speaking points on here so we can make it clear, right? Nope. They mentioned it literally as the show was going on. And he was like, he's like, you're not black. You're not black. He's like, you're a woman. Yes. But you're not black person. I mentioned black people, black American people. You're not black American. You're not part of the people. And they didn't know what to say. They were just like, no, because based off of other policies, you know, you know, They exclude black people, but they include people of color. And it's like, yes, but that's not what this is. Like, he literally was like black people. How the hell wouldn't black women be involved in that? If it wasn't for black women, there would be no black people. So how do you not include yourself in that conversation? How do you want to stir up controversy based upon
0: what is obvious? They looked crazy going after Ice Cube. And he was very calm about it, but that's
1: Ice Cube. Ice Cube is a very calm, collective, well-mannered black male in America. He really is one of the coolest people that you can ever like see in the hip hop industry after 30 years. He's been in the music industry for a very long time. He's always been against police brutality. He's always been outspoken about the injustices against black Americans. And so I'm not understanding why they're coming at this man like he's another Kanye West or another buffoon. They have a lot of things messed up. And I hate that he even went on this platform with these ladies because I'm very close to not calling them ladies. I'm very close to calling them the other word that begins with the letter B because that's exactly how they act on that platform. From what I've seen, they don't act like ladies. They don't act like queens. They don't carry themselves like queens when it comes to respecting other, their fellow black people that are doing justice for them, right? I already looked at them sideways when they attacked uh, Nicki Minaj for no reason. They went, up, they went after her whole career just to say, just to uplift another black woman such as Little Kim. They didn't have to do that you know, Lisa Ray, all of them, you know, I call them old hens that are clucking and it's time to fucking get back into the fucking coop. That that's what time it is for them to do. It's time for them to get back into the coop and get some fucking common sense because they're just out here fucking clucking nonsense. Like literally, I don't know. I can't be entertained by ignorance any longer from our community. I will not, I I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry, I can't. All this kiki, kiki, no, you're trying to, this is serious. Our movement is serious for liberations. Our, our, our movement and our existence after so long is so fucking needed. And the fact that these women on that platform really went after him in a manner that dismissed pretty much the seriousness of what he's trying to accomplish. And it can't happen without us, right? So the fact that they just diminished it as if it was just something that was just for black men, toxic femininity is at its all-time high within black womanhood. And and I'm not not participating in it. I'm not trashing black men for the sake of it. I'm not doing none of that. Y'all can keep it, period. Because we cannot fight white supremacy by fucking like going after each other and like putting each other down in a manner where, hey, if you actually see what someone is doing, makes sense. I mean, what, how, what doesn't make sense? He, he actually had an interview with Antonio, one of the founders of the ADOS movement. He's actually talking to people that are on the ground. And made the time for it. I've been on Antonio Moore and and Yvette Carnell for months now. And I've been I've been preaching to the mountaintops that y'all should be following them, right? They know what they're talking about when it comes to politics and policies and economics. They know what they're talking about because they prove it. They have the data, right? They know exactly what they're doing. Those are the people you should be listening to, okay? And I'm not getting paid. I'm not being paid to endorse some and none of that. This is facts. And the fact that you have someone like Ice Cube willing to speak with these people and he's not even being acknowledged for that. They're just talking about him, you know, having the idea of of, of actually talking to Trump about uh, what are you going to do for us if we give you our vote? Or what are you going to do for us, period, if you get into office, whether we vote for you or not, what are you going to do for us, right? And they have a problem with that. How are we gonna get things done if we don't talk to the president? We hate Trump so much that we're willing to like throw out logic. We're willing to like forget about critical thinking. We're, we're throwing out, you know, comprehension. We're throwing out reading comprehension. We have no skill in, in, in battling white supremacy and also understanding our lineage at the same time. We literally don't even, we can't do both at the same time. Of course, Ice Cube includes Black women. His policy, like what? And again, it's a draft. So he said, "I'm willing to talk to either party. I'm willing to have an open discussion." That doesn't mean a voter for either party because our vote it it needs something in return, right? So, how what 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 about that is complicated to comprehend? I'm not I'm not understanding. Because he actually presented something to Donald Trump that made sense. Right? Whether you agree with celebrities speaking for us or not, he for the first time, someone actually stepped up to the plate and meant business. And people don't even see that. Let me say something. Class based agenda is not ADOS agenda. Economic mobility is not the same as including every black person in America, AKA, you know, the universal tunnel for ADOS. Let me tell you something. Joy Reid, who some of y'all know I can't stand, but she tweeted, right? She was like, she quoted, Biden said he agreed with 85% of Ice Cube's plan and that he would address the plan if he is elected. (laughs) He said he's not going to promise well, he cannot deliver, right? Isn't that what happened with Barack Obama before Barack Obama was elected? We were like, oh, you know, he's a he's our first black president. He can't fix everything that the previous president has done to this country as if this country has been fucked up anyway for, for fucking decades and decades. And I mean, when are we gonna have enough? When are we going to be like, you know what? Enough bullshit, enough excuses. This is tired. Barack Obama had two terms to fix shit, and he didn't do not one goddamn thing for black natives, okay? Specifically, he didn't do not one goddamn thing, and I'm waiting for someone to fucking tell me what that is for those that are fucking up his ass, okay? I'm over it. I told y'all, I'm done. What the fuck has a Barack Obama Done for black Americans specifically. In the two terms that he has served, where we were like, oh, let's give him time. In the first term, right? Let's give him time to fix things up. He got it. He's one of us. He got it. Is that not what we're doing with Kamala Harris? Is that not what we're doing with uh, Joe Biden? Trying to fix a quote unquote with Donald Trump has the mess that Donald Trump has made? No. Donald Trump didn't do all this by himself, okay? Because Barack Obama also had a a helping hand in that. Let's understand how politics work before you even dare step into this arena because we're not not gonna keep entertaining the clowns. We're trying to speak to those that fucking hire the clowns to participate in the circus. That's who we're talking to. That's who we wanna get the answers from, right? Isn't that who you're giving your 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 money to, your ticket to, your voting ticket to, aka your admissions ticket at the circus? Isn't that what we're doing to be to get something in return, our entertainment? So, what type of entertainment are you looking for from the Dems? Is BT tweeting about Kamala Harris wearing a Timbaland boots, getting off of a jet to fight for you know the wildfires in California? Is it Joe Biden sitting down with Cardi B? Is it Kamala Harris, you know, using hot sauce for her food, her soul food, even though she eats curry, her Indian curry? Is your African-American mama cooking Indian curry food every day? Does your apartment or your household or your two-bedroom apartment that you can barely afford in this time smells like Indian curry? What does your apartment smell like? What culture are you embedded in, right? Where you feel so compelled to vote for this lady and Joe Biden that literally told your old black ass that he ain't got shit for you. I'm not trying to pres- I'm not trying to persuade anybody. I'm just simply giving the facts and asking a question. Why are you voting for the Democratic party besides trying to get Donald Trump out? What else obvious question is there need to be had? I'm trying to ask the right ones, right? If if racism is a topic, do you not understand Joe Biden? Do you not understand who Joe Biden is? (laughs) Joe Biden is no different than Donald Trump in regards of a white man having racist views amongst other fucking elitist white men in America towards black Americans, right? That's no different than a white Donald Trump elitist asshole hiring Mexicans to clean his hotel and being like, Oh, I like, I like Mexicans. They clean my hotel. Why wouldn't I like them? Why wouldn't I, you know, pay very small wages and be sued for it?
0: And, and maybe being accused, I don't like them. How the fuck is Joe Biden any different? He said it. He
1: said immigrants are the backbone of America. Yeah, for them small, you know, low-paying wages, right? Let's keep them going. Let's keep hiring more uh, illegal immigrants under the table to make America great. Let's profit off of nothing, off of the labor of their backs. And then let's just lock up the Negroes that actually built this country in the first place. We don't gotta hear them, we ain't gotta deal with them. Let's just lock them the fuck up. And let's make sure that they fucking make don't have anything in this country, okay? That is literally what the fuck the Democratic Party is about. That is literally what the fucking Republican Party is about. Except they tell you straight to your face. And with that, we can work with something. Because then we know we see them coming, right? We see them coming. We don't got to be taken by surprise like Barack Obama. Because we also voted for him. Because we seen that he was supposed to be our first black president. But to me, nowadays, I'm like, oh, who? That mulatto? The half white, half Kenyan-American dude that didn't do shit for ADOS? Oh, that was more about immigration policies and about bombing other countries and everything else? Let's talk about it, right? I think people don't understand who the fuck Barack Obama is. He's just another pawn to
0: to the game. He's another president. He is not the exception of the rule. He is not you. You would never be
1: him or his wife having a multi million dollar house on a fucking beach, right? In Massachusetts, down at the Cape, at Martha's Vineyard. You would never be them because you're not challenging them. That's why. You're not challenging them for policies where you can actually levitate and be even somewhat decent. In this country, we're we're having reparations, right, at your hand. 17 trillion plus dollars that is owed to us. And nobody gives a fuck.
0: Tell me, how will you get to their status? By just simply flipping through a magazine? By going scrolling on your
1: Instagram feed or your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed and admiring their
0: lovely homes? The AD channel on YouTube, what is it going to take?
1: But yet you're busting your ass with two jobs while on your break looking at the luxury of these people that you would never have accessibility to. Tell me how that will work for you if you don't understand the racial wealth gap, if you don't understand anything about economics. We are low. We are bottom casted. We are below immigrants. Like, Tell me how that works. What is it that us Negroes need from the Democratic Party to entertain us enough to get to get for us to exchange a vote for nothing, right? For us to give them our vote, for them to focus on everybody else except for our Negro asses in this country that we built for 400 years, right? Is that what we're doing? Are we going to a circus to be entertained for our amusement and then in the back door they're putting all that money into a bucket to fund for their next showcase in a different area that you would never fucking see again. What is it? None of this shit is longevity. And my Whitney Houston voice again, let's get that straight. And I'm only speaking on the Dems is because as someone that is known for voting for the Dems and I'm still voting for the Dems and the down ballot state local initiatives, but I'm not voting for the top ballot. I made myself very clear on my platforms I don't support it. I don't support either party on a federal level. So now that that is out the way, and now that you guys know that I'm not fucking voting for Donald Trump, what the fuck am I getting in exchange? What am I getting in exchange? I don't know. But one thing I do know is I'm blowing up everybody's fucking spot. The reason why I keep talking about the Dems is because that's a, that, that is who I would vote for. So why wouldn't I hold them more accountable over someone else that I wouldn't be voting for anyway? Right? What ADOS is saying is, (laughs) you know, give us policies in in, an agenda, a very specific agenda, after us again dedicating our loyal voting to the DIM party after 50 plus years between 80 to 93%, if not more. Right? Because black Americans, we run the Democratic Party. We really do. Number-wise, data-wise. We, we run, If without us, there is no Democratic Party. And that is a bottom fact. Look at the numbers. I don't want to hear your feelings. I don't want to hear none of that for those that disagree. It's nothing to disagree on. This is what it is. And I'm tired of people talking about what they don't agree with, what they disagree with. When, when Whenever we're talking about facts and data, right that's just what it is you can have your opinions on your views of whatever it is right how you feel about it but when you're when we're actually talking about the numbers I don't get how people be like, I disagree. What do you disagree about? How do you disagree about reparations if you're not ADOS, if you're not actually an African-American? Of course you don't agree with it because you wouldn't be getting shit from it anyway. Of course you you don't agree with it because you call it divisive, even though you just got here. And if it wasn't for black Americans, no foreigners would be here. (laughs) Like, So how do you disagree with something that is not meant for you to begin with? Like, imagine me disagreeing with Haitians getting reparations from the French. Imagine me disagreeing with Brazilians, Afro-Brazilians, not getting reparations from Portugal. Imagine me not agreeing with Dominicans and Puerto Ricans not getting reparations from Spain. I want to know, how the fuck is it different for us? because our lineage is not respected. And I'm going to dive right the fuck in after this segment in regards of Hollywood and how our stories are being told from other people's perspective through the white gaze. And we're not fucking being included in it. We're literally being, our culture is being smudged and erased. And I'm tired. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. I want to know. And I'm worked up is because it's like, yo, I see this shit all the time. I've had conversations with friends that are first and second generation, you know, immigrants. And to me, a lot of them understood and some of them still struggle with it. I I don't know why, but hey, I let them have it. But at the
0: same time, I'm going to say what the fuck I need to say. Voting is transactional. Let me say that again. Voting is transactional. My vote means something,
1: right? Doesn't our vote mean something? Isn't that what we're being, we, what we've been preaching about this entire time? Your vote means something. Go out and vote. How in the world does it mean something if we're being told that it doesn't? How does our vote mean something if Kamala Harris tells them straight up? no. I'm not just going to do anything for just black people. No. So guess what? Kamala. No. Black Americans aren't just going to give our vote for nothing in exchange. No. No. How about that? And then maybe y'all will fucking listen to us and understand we, we mean business. And y'all eventually will fucking listen to us and give us what the fuck we deserve. How about that? Huh? Because without accountability, there is no progress. Without knowledge, there is no addressing. That is exactly what Ice Cube has been doing for the past like four or five months that I know of. How do we get to the bottom line if we can't even fucking understand where the line is? Come on now. And I'm also seeing a lot of talk around
0: the HR. 40 bill. But to me, the people that are talking about it don't look like me. I see
1: some white folks talking about it. I, you know, I don't see ADOS involved.
0: (laughs) Not opposing is not supporting Joe Biden. I'm talking to you, right?
1: Because if you are for something, you're going to give a little bit more razzle dazzle other than Oh, I'm not against it, but there we go with that butt again. There are a lot of black agents. (laughs) There's a lot of folks that are not for us, aka gatekeepers who are trying to keep us out, that look like us and may even have our lineage, that are on these platforms, CNN and these other, you know, dim platforms on the, you know, social media, etc. And I truly feel like, you know, when I start digging, you know, people like Joy Reid and, you know, uh, (laughs) Roland, Roland Polioli, as I call him, all these folks, they're not even ADOS, they're not even African American. They're like first and second generation immigrants. And they're telling people on these major platforms, on these news, in the newsroom, that the reparations and what we're trying to do is not important. And it's exclusive. And it's divisive. And it's wrong. Those are the people that are speaking for us about our shit. And and people don't understand why we feel some type of way? Imagine. This is exactly why I feel like having platforms like the Shade Room, where you have people that aren't even a part of a, a lineage or a culture specifically, and they're telling you stories about your own people in a negative light. The Shade Room is a negative, disgusting platform, and it's ran by those that aren't even one of my people. I cannot anchor myself in a different ethnicity or tribe or lineage, say Kenya from Kenya, right? You know, Tanzania, Nigeria, any of these places and, and literally create a whole platform talking about their people and what's going on over there as a black American, I will be fucking shredded apart, especially the negative light of what they have going on. In their country, in their in in their lineage, but why is it that people can take Black American our culture and make it theirs? Bec- just because they're black and they co- they're in America, so just because you're black in America, you're not one of us. That is that is just what it is. That's not a bad thing. What we're saying is, you're not one of us. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. If you're if you if you literally are a foreigner, you know who you are, right? right? If, if you get tired of America and you decide to go back to your motherland, where, you're, where your lineage is from, you can. We can't. We have to stay our black asses here and fight for what is rightfully ours, right? So where is the confusion mixed up with? I'm trying to understand that, right? I'm tired of hearing we're all black. I'm tired of hearing we're all in this together. That whole dismissive gaslighting technique is no longer working. Because if black Americans are constantly being shut out and bottom casted, no, we're not the same. No, we're not just all black. There's a deeper thing going on over here, <laughs> okay? HBCUs, we're talking about Kamala Harris. I see some folks anchoring themselves and voting for her because of that. But guess how much people at HBCUs nationwide in America are black American or ADOS. Is a smaller percentage of y'all than there are of black immigrants. ADOS should be not even fucking be paying to attend an HBCU. We built this shit. Why are we paying to attend and not getting the same level of degrees compared to immigrants? This is what I'm saying. This is not about xenophobia because nobody's specifically is saying, I hate immigrants. Nobody specifically is talking or targeting a specific group about their lineage. What we're saying is, economically, we are being shut out and we have a problem with it. This is a government problem, okay? Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Baby, 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 don't take it personal. Hey, don't take it personal. We can still be together. We can still club together. We can date each other. We can marry each other. We can have families together. But what we're not going to do is sample over each other and then act like that's not the case. (laughs) Like we know, everybody know what time it is. We got to stop playing that game. Seriously. We got to stop playing that game. We all know what time it is. We all know where we stand in America not just based on race and gender, but based off of ethnicity and lineage. I'm not talking about we're all American just because you're black in America. We're talking about lineage. We're talking about wealth. We're talking about accessibility. We're talking about privilege, right? And people are mad that we peep game. Like I said before, people are upset that we have caught up to what the fuck is going on too fucking bad. I'm not falling for Joe Biden's lift every voice plan, which is fucking a weird name to name a plan for (laughs) ADOS. That is very weird to name that for us specifically. And none of it really actually includes anything outside of helping black businesses that were affected due to you know, COVID-19 and talking about loans and HBCUs and loans towards that. And, And even though that doesn't really, you know, specify what black people at HBCUs are you giving this attention to and this money towards? Like you do realize that there are more than just black Americans that attend HBCUs now, right? (laughs) <laughs> so who, how do we benefit directly? Is that going towards scholarships for Native Blacks? Like, what is it that you're going to donate towards these HBC, HBCUs besides keeping the, the lights on? Because as much as that they're donating, I believe it's like over 70, yeah, $70 billion. And that's still not enough. I didn't see a trillion. I want to see a trillion. That's what I want to see. I want to see a trillion dedicated specifically for African-Americans and scholarships every fucking year until y'all get shit right. Because if y'all talking about accessibility with businesses, how the fuck are we being shut out? We can't even fucking make it to college. Our ass is getting locked up in prison thanks to the fucking school
0: to prison pipeline. We can't even fucking make it to college. Our boys, our black boys are fucking not even making it to college. So who is this money going towards? The elitist Negroes? Or
1: those that are fucking just getting here, right? Because what they're gonna do is they're gonna, you know, get their degree, get their higher education, go back to where they came from, and capitalize that way.
0: We already know the spill.
1: This is not no ignorant shit. This is just what it is. <laughs> like you can't lie, right? Anymore. Like nowadays we have numbers. Nowadays we have data. We have the T. Don't be mad
0: that we clocked it, right?
1: Like I remember someone uh, on um, YouTube had le- left a comment about two years ago and never forget it. And it, it was it was so powerful to me And pretty much what they said was, they they found that certain black people treat data like a conspiracy to keep black folks down and ignore anything pretty much like that runs reaction to reality. (laughs) And it's so true. Like it gets to the point that some of us don't even read or try to understand and study methodology, uh, methodology anymore. Like, we deflect and we ask like, well, what about this? So what about that? People move the goal post every time we actually say something that's valid in regards of defending our fucking ethnicity in this country on all sides. Like when it comes to like white supremacy, when it comes to like other people of color and, and black foreigners, like we're constantly having to fucking like defend our fucking image. And, and to me, that is a problem in itself where people can't even grasp that we even having this discussion, like the fact that we're even having this, this discussion is a problem in itself because it shouldn't even exist because it wouldn't exist for my black ass has traveled around the fucking globe to 37 countries multiple times. I never had to have this conversation or even knew about this conversation in any other lineage amongst the black diaspora, whether it was in Africa or even in the Caribbean or whether it's in South uh, America or Central America. This only pertains to black Americans. I promise you that, okay? That we have to fight so hard for our own ethnicity, for our own group. We have to prove
0: ourselves. (laughs) What other black group in the diaspora has to do that? I'll wait, right? Is it that people believe that we don't know who the fuck we are, so they take advantage of it? Because there are
1: some African Americans that really believe that we don't have culture, that we don't have anything, because they listen to that rhetoric bullshit. And we do. This is it. This is it. Like Michael Jackson said on his last tour before he died. This is it. <laughs> I don't know what else more people need. You know, like these are the same. These are the same people that cite their own personal antidotes that supposedly. Trump's data dismissing established science without peer reviewed evidence. Like, I'm not sure if it's just like a coping mechanism, but I've, I've struggled, you know, with my own people that I know. And, and to me, it's like, I'm not going to keep talking in circles. Right. So what I do is I pull out the data. I pull the numbers on my Instagram story. I pull out the books. I pull out, I stop all the shit. Because if you're going to have a conversation with me, I don't want to hear about your feelings. I, want, I don't want to hear about the gaslighting, divisive technique bullshit. That's over with. I want to know about how the fuck are you an
0: ally and if you're an agent or not. That's where we are. Period. We're off that other bullshit. Okay? This quote unquote preferred blacks, the type of blacks that people want to see in America, is over with. We're here. We never went anywhere. Okay. Like Barry Jenkins just released the trailer to
1: the underground railroad, which I believe is going to be on streaming services. I think Netflix, if anything. And I'm, a lot of us are just like, okay, (laughs) All right. Ava DuVernay, of course, tweeted about it. She's excited about it. Of course, her her crazy asses, because I already told y'all that she's an agent to white supremacy in in Hollywood. The, The far left liberal white conservative ideology bullshit that she participates in. I already see right through her. No one can tell me different. Yes, she's a great director. Yes, she gave us 13th documentary on Netflix, which I still will suggest for people to watch because it is a good documentary, but I do not support Ava DuVernay for her as an entity in regards to her anchoring herself in ADOS. She does not care about our voices on the level of acting, on a level of hiring anarchy, on a level of hiring us to participate in telling our own stories at the forefront, Okay. She's friends with all of them. She's friends with Oprah, Cynthia Revo, all these, all these black women that don't give a fuck about black Americans, okay? Let's,
0: let's, let's make that very clear here. That is my stance on that. And I stand in it because I can back
1: it up. So anyways, yeah, Barry Jenkins, he came out with the Underground Railroad and the major cast for this movie,
0: is South Africans and and British blacks like I I at this point again, everything
1: will tell you everything you need. I don't I don't have to give my input. The facts are there, the history is there, the numbers are there. The fact that we have another film that is anchored in the black struggle in America for particularly for African Americans, and not an African American playing the major roles. And this is Hollywood. This is, this is, and I'm tired of people being like, oh, but African-Americans, y'all play everybody else. And yeah, but that's based in Hollywood. We don't go to different countries and 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 play our, you know, other people.
0: <laughs> so this is Hollywood we're talking about, right? Hollywood is a fucking you know, a thorn in my ass at this point,
1: when it comes to African-Americans being able to tell African-American stories that are nonfiction. Like this is our history. This is our identity. This is literally our existence. And you have people that aren't even us playing major roles to tell those stories. And people don't get how that's a bad thing. Then you don't understand black American history. Then you don't understand American history. If that's the case, it's from what I'm understanding, right? I cannot feel comfortable
0: sitting here and being like, yeah, okay, we had Harriet,
1: we had Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., now we have the Underground Railroad, now we had 12 Years a Slave, we had Detroit, you know, Moonlight, you know, get out, you know. Queen and Slim, even though, again, I don't have an issue with Queen and Slim and fiction characters portraying everyday Black American lives. I get it, whatever. But when it comes to actual, our history and our real life experiences that have implemented into our everyday life that exists today, why on earth aren't you hiring local Black Native Negroes? I'm not understanding why you need to import other people that look like us because we're black and that's good enough. No, we need to feel it. And when I watched that trailer, I said, this is beautifully directed, but I don't feel shit. When I'm looking at these faces and knowing that they're not actual ADOS, not actual people that are from that lineage, I'm not feeling that deep hum in my heartbeat. I'm not feeling it, okay? I'm not feeling what I felt when I watched Malcolm X directed by Spike Lee. I'm not feeling what I felt when I watched Ray Charles. You know, I'm not feeling what I felt when I watched What's Love Got To Do With It, the biopic for Tina Turner, right? Or any other black American artists that had a biopic (laughs) like uh, uh, Jennifer Hudson in the trailer playing Aretha Franklin. I felt the temptations. I felt the five heartbeats. I felt, you know, the Jackson five. I felt it because that was us. I'm done. Like I'm so done trying to explain the base, the most basic shit, unless you want to be purposely obtuse. You want to throw every excuse in the book? Well, British actors struggle in Britain. Well, this happens. We're proud to see another black Britain. Aren't you glad to just see a black person, period, telling your
0: story? No, no, I'm not. I don't do crumbs. I don't accept
1: crumbs. That's literally what people are be like. Why don't you fucking take the crumbs? I'm not taking it. Same thing with the democratic party. I'm not taking the crumbs. I want the whole fucking pie. You're not going to fucking hold up a fresh pie. That was just fucking baked and right out the oven. And then offering me
0: fucking two day old steel fucking pie. no. I'm not choosing between piss or shit
1: for those that believe in choosing between the two lesser of evils. I don't believe that shit. I don't believe it. Cause how the fuck do we make progress by doing that? How do we roll on our backs and being like, I accept, I accept, I accept. By then you will fucking have no identity in your own fucking country. Hello? Do you not realize that that is exactly what they want? white supremacy this is the this is the system let me let me tell y'all something pick up a fucking book for those that are still trying to argue about this pick up a fucking book i'm not being nice about it because i'm pissed i'm angry at this point no we're not fucking sharing our toys this time around sorry because we won't have any love. If, like, I remember when I was a kid, my parents, they used to say, don't keep letting these kids play with your toys. They would come over and play with my toys. They were welcome to come over. They were welcome to stay in my room for however long. My parents even cooked dinner for them. Because they knew their parents, the kids that came over my my apartment as a kid, they my mother knew that their parents weren't going to feed them when they got home later that night. So she fed them dinner. If we ate, they ate right? And if I felt like I didn't want to keep, if I felt like I didn't want to share a few Barbie dolls that were, that meant a lot to me that my mother paid for and worked hard for to pay for those toys. If I didn't feel like sharing them with these children that I called my friends and I kept them in my toy chest, I kept them away. And if they lifted up that toy chest, I would say, no, no. And if they cried about it and moaned about it, I would say, I don't care. That is my toys and I don't wanna share with you right now. Just because we are friends doesn't mean that I have to share my toys with you. That's exactly how people need to start treating others that feel like they're entitled to your identity and what you worked hard for. Understand that. If you are not an ally, you are an agent and you're an enemy, period. That is, that is how we're moving. I've seen at least a hundred people. I promise you that are on this movement and not fucking giving up or letting up. We're telling y'all we're rolling the fuck through. That's why the democratic party is shook because we're finally fucking demanding what is rightfully owed to us on all accounts, on all accounts. ADOS is a fucking movement. Okay. You're going to start seeing us more and more. I promise you this shit has to end. I swear to God, we're not being treated like the stepchildren, the wicked stepchildren of the fucking black diaspora anymore. We're not lost. We know exactly who the fuck we are and we're fighting for it. We're fighting for our fucking identity. We are not going to be pushed over. We're not going to be shoved over. We're not going to be stepped on. We're not going to be stepped over because we're fucking
0: Yankee your ass back. Don't know. We're a priority on our native land. Understand that.
1: And then everybody else will fucking be able to welcome and come and share. And we'll share, we'll have a great time. But if the native people on our native land aren't being taken care of, nobody
0: else the fuck is gonna be taken care of. And we're gonna fucking hoot and holler about it. Period. Again, just because we're black, just because you have the same hair texture as me and the same features as me, does not mean you are one of me. It doesn't. Yes, we can fight white supremacy together. Like I said before,
1: as a collective, we can embrace each other's culture. We can appreciate each other's culture, but we're not going to fucking take advantage of it. I would never do that to anybody else. So I'll, I'll be damned if somebody do it to me. I would never disrespect somebody's fucking identity or lineage or their culture or their means of living, of being on their native land in my travels. I would never do it. So don't do it here. That is where we
0: are. And until people start putting their foot down, people are going to walk all over you, all over you. I see it. I've been asked, who are you? What are you? What the fuck do you mean, what am I, who am I? I'm an, I'm an American.
1: <laughs> I'm a black American. I literally have someone that's only been here for 15 years say this to me. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, what am I, who am I? Why are you asking me? Why are you, are you an agent? Why are you on an agency fucking role? Like, why are you, why are you scoping out who the fuck is who? I thought we were all black. No? I thought we were all black. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear people love saying that shit. We're all black. Yeah, until it's time to fucking start talking about culture and who, what belongs to what and whose food is better and whose food looks good and whose food looks worse. I'm telling you, music, carnival, let your black American ass go to a carnival.
0: Let your ass post pictures of you at a carnival wearing what? Are you going to rock American flag? We're all black though, right? Can I go to a
1: carnival and rock a Jamaican flag? Can I go to a carnival and rock a Haitian flag? Can I go to a carnival and rock a Bayesian flag? Can I go to a carnival and rock a Honduras flag? What? Tell me how black are black Americans when it pertains to the black diaspora.
0: I'll wait. People let it be known that we're different. We just be chilling. People let it be known that our Negroes are not the same. Until it's convenient, of course. Until it's time to capitalize. Until it's time to share resources. I'm just saying. Right? Amanda Sills? Hmm? (laughs) Miss? Oh, people's ego are in the way.
1: I don't understand why is sitting down with Donald Trump. That's not going to do anything. It's not going to fix the system. Yeah, her? The same lady that stays yelling at her phone every 12 hours, I swear it's every 12 hours. She's yelling at her phone being like, but I'm black. How can I not speak for black people? How can I not speak for us? How can I not do this? How can I not? Da- 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 it's like, nobody says you ain't black, sis. We just say you ain't one of us. And you make that shit known. You have your Grenadian flag all in your bio on Twitter. You have your Grenadian flag and the Pan-African flag all in your in your house. I don't see not one American flag though. Right? Like we like I like we've been saying, America is an abusive home, but it's still our home because we built it. This is our home. We ain't going nowhere. Right? So how the fuck do you anchor yourself in ADOS and love to talk about your your black American father's side, but you don't have shit in regards to his identity in your presence, in your house, in conversations, any of that? What? You studied African American culture and hip hop. Who fucking cares? We can all get a degree in something. That don't mean that we practice it and actually know it after we fucking got our fucking degree, right? We got to keep up with the times with our degree. We got to keep studying. We got to keep it moving. You just stay stagnant. You stay in the same position, the same ideology of I know it all. Fuck you. I'm blocking you if you hold me accountable. I limit my comments. She limit her comment section. By the way, you can't comment on most of her shit because she limits it to the only people that agree with her. She's a narcissist. How the fuck would I want, why would I want a narcissist in the movement of ADOS and you don't even anchor yourself in identity? Matter of fact, you're talking about just vote for Joe Biden. Forget forget a black agenda. Forget reparations. Forget holding Kamala Harris accountable. Just vote for Joe Biden and then we could talk.
0: Ain't that what you said? But yet, you're upset about Ice Cube sitting down? with an actual fucking written up agenda and
1: talking to Donald Trump, who's the only person that, his the, I mean, the Republican party is the only party that reached out to him. The Democratic party said, I ain't want nothing to do with you. You're gonna hold us accountable. You're gonna hold us too much accountable to the point where you're gonna blow our cover because you're speaking some real shit in regards of the ADOS movement in regards of reparations and what the black agenda is about. And Cardi B, the people that we sat down with, aka Charlemagne, all of them motherfuckers, they don't know what the fuck that means. They don't know what, how to have a real conversation, but Ice Cube does. So we're not gonna fucking talk with him. We, they declined to talk to Ice Cube. And you mad that he, he was like, I'm, I'm willing to hear anybody out, right? That, has to, that I'm, I'm willing to hear anybody out. And I'm willing to, to talk with anybody that actually is open to what the fuck we gotta say. And you're mad about that, but yet you're included in our movement, Amanda Seals? How? How are you mad at a movement that you claim to be a part of, or, or a lineage that you claim to be a part of, but you don't, you don't believe
0: in reparations? That's because you ain't us.
1: The same one that questioned why black Americans are wearing Jordans, but we don't have a passport. That same Grenadian bitch. that loves to talk about her, her black American Ados father from Boston, but don't talk about him enough? I wanna know. Is it that your father's a Debbie? What, did your father have an impact on you? Did, you? did he have an impact on you so badly that you now look at black American men as the issue of why you are where you are in life? I don't know, Amanda, tell me. Why do you hate black men so much? Did he leave an impact on you as being deadbeats and people that, you know, see black women wrong? Did he treat your mother wrong? Is that what it is? I know Boston niggas, you know, tend to be a little bit shysty. We've seen Bobby, how Bobby Brown treated uh, Whitney. But again, he's from Boston, but I know I'm from there. Born and raised, sweetie. So again, I, I have a very hard time understanding how people just don't question anything. You got these people on the front line speaking for us, Angela Rye, all of them, all of them. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The same folks y'all see on the regular speaking for the Democratic Party
0: that have a little spiciness to them, a little attitude such as Angela Rye, you know, Sean King, all of them, but nobody gets to the, to the meat, to the bones, right? Right. And every time you bring up the facts, you're called divisive. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Divisive. No, what's divisive is people attack an ice cube. That's divisive. What's divisive is people that actually mean well and
1: are trying to do well for the betterment of a collective group to reserve their identity. That, to me, is not divisive. What's divisive is people like, again, Amanda Seals, all of them motherfuckers. Again, y'all know who I'm talking about. I I don't need to go into specifics. Y'all know. Y'all know. Jory Reid, all of them. Y'all know. It's typically the same people that call other people divisive that are actually divisive. I'll put it that way. And, you know, also I just want to say that the current problem is also that too many ADOS with quote-unquote, you know, influence... (laughs) make their money on the back of black poverty, right? There is no Barack and Michelle Obama without the stigma of ADOS poverty and underclass. You know, hence the fact that like black ADOS look to hold down poor ADOS because structural racism and black poverty is their vehicle for success. Literally, that is how politics work. We are the drive for their success. Okay. Because like I said, we are the, especially for the democratic party, we're the most loyal, dedicated voters for that party. And yet the most disrespected. Okay. And the most left out and people are peeping game to it. Like I said, most of Hollywood is just about black you know, degradation, like without racism, how do you, how do black Panther or the green book exist? <laughs> if you have absolutely no idea of like how to look at black people beyond them being an underclass, you would never try and represent them in a different light. That is literally your goal is to make us low is to keep bashing us. And that's how the plight succeeds in having other people amongst the black diaspora AKA foreigners that come to America looking at us in a certain way because those same Ados people that represent us in the media portrays us as such, and they don't speak up for people like, you know, us towards Ava DuVernay and and people that represent us and directing us. I can go on and on, but you know, with all the heroic things that Ados have done, it should be no problem to show black heroes in fiction and nonfiction films and, you know, all walks of society. Instead, Unless the story has, you know, a roped in racial component, it doesn't portray black American life. Most of the stories, like I said, cater towards black American people, like us, Ados, ignore their poverty and only show violence. (laughs) Right? You can't talk about destruction. You can't talk about the structure of white supremacy, right? And dismantling it. Right, without actually understanding what it contributed to in regards of ADO's poverty, like what it pertains to having those that bash black men, for instance, for being deadbeats. It's like, yeah, a lot of them are locked up, <laughs> right? A lot of them can't pay your child support is because there's no jobs for them to actually pay your child support because their their jobs are being given to foreigners. That is a fact. And and until you can speak it with your chest, people are going to second guess you, and they're going to think that you're just speaking nonsense. And this is the truth. Look at the data. That's all. That's all you need to know, right? Again, a lot of black men don't want to be locked up in prison for 25, 50 years, whatever, right? For resorting to crime that they literally felt like they had no choice but to commit in order to feed their children and to feed their pockets to sustain. A decent lifestyle of having a roof over their head and a meal to eat. I'm telling you, everything is systematic in this country. Every question that you have, there's an answer for it. It will trickle down, right? Speaking of econo- um, trickle trickling economics, right? Let's talk about <laughs> fifty cent. Let's talk about fifty cents because apparently a lot of a lot of us are mad. For, of him voting for Donald Trump, saying that he's going to vote for Donald Trump. And I'm not understanding why. Truly, I, I can't stand 50 Cent. I I He's a disgusting, misogynistic asshole. Truly, he really is. But I want to know why people are shocked and also why people are mad, right? Oh, you know, he's wealthy. But that's the thing. It's like, he's a celebrity, right? He makes a certain amount of money. He makes over $400,000 a year, right? So why would he vote as a dem? He doesn't care about y'all Negroes. And now y'all fucking realizing it? (laughs) He doesn't care about you regular folks. None of these people do. This is why I be telling people, stop looking at these black celebrities as your, your viewership for what belongs in your pockets and what your lifestyle is. Stop counting other people's pockets. Because you ain't going to get in a way of that way, right? So the point is to understand how taxes work to begin with, right? The wealth, yes, the wealthy, oh my God, they make so much money, yet, oh my God, why aren't they paying the same, why aren't they paying higher taxes? Oh my God. Well, if you were to be someone that was rich, and I'm anti-capitalism, but if I was to be somebody that was rich, why would I pay a high income tax rate in a state such as California or may have you a place, a state that has a high income tax rate for the wealthy, I'm going to move my ass to Texas. I'm going to move my ass to, you know, to Dallas or whatever, and I'm going to get rid of it where there is no accountability for it. Right. And then whenever you have, listen, Candace Owens said this shit, and I hate to even bring her name up, but she broke it down better than I fucking could. But she literally said something that the democratic party would never fucking teach us. She literally said, she's like, yo, if people that are rich leave a state that is holding them accountable to pay a high income tax rate, right? It's not like us regular folks that can't afford to even make $25,000 a year. That doesn't go away. We're going to have to make up for that. How is that the rich people fault when it's not the system's fault, right? Why don't we have a cap, right? There's no cap. There's no reason for us to like make up for that when simply the rich people are just like, I ain't paying that shit. Okay, well, the Dems, sorry, you are gonna have to pay for it. How are people not mad at the Dems for not like fucking straightening that shit out, (laughs) right? How about let's even the plateau? Let's make it at least reasonable, right? We're talking about 30%. We're talking about high percentage rates in New York and in California. We're talking about high percentage rates, 30%, Right? Then they're like, fuck all that. That's why you see so many fucking rich people being avoiding their taxes. They're like, I'm not paying all that shit. So we got to talk about economics trickling down. Right down on me. Yeah, but we got to talk about trickle down economics because that is super important. And it's a theory, you know, like it refers to the economic proposition that taxes on businesses and the wealthy in society should be reduced as a means to simulate business investments in the short term and benefit society at large in the long term, okay? So it's it's a very complicated thing, but I feel like a lot of us don't understand, like I've been saying, a lot of us don't understand economics and so we just talk with our feelings, we just yell and we don't really understand what we're yelling about. <laughs> And then we all look crazy when we're corrected, and then we gaslight and we project and we just don't like accountability of being like, oh, I didn't know that. All right, let me learn about this some more. Oh, no. Okay, fuck you. You know, it just becomes this whole big thing. And I don't get it. Moving on, lastly, let's talk about Aisha Curry. Uh, so she was recently spotted and posted um on her account her new blonde look. And she had like this like nude lip color lipstick and she looked, you know, a little bit more on the paler side, but she is a fair light skinned black woman, right? So I don't know why people, and she has a uh, hazel green eyes, I believe it is. So I don't know why people were like, oh my gosh, she bleached her skin. People, black lip, people love going to that. She bleached her skin. I'm like, she didn't bleach her skin. That's lighting, And it's also makeup. And it's also the. every every angle, everything. Right. When you take a picture, you can make it appear to be a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit different, right. A little bit more endearing, but she, she didn't bleach her skin. Nothing changed about that girl other than her hair color and her lip color. That's it. That's it. Literally. Like I'm, I'm not understanding why people give Aisha Curry a hard time to begin with. People hate that lady. (laughs) It's like, they just, I don't know. I don't i don't think of her that much to like despise her as much as people do. I don't think about her at all. I know she seems sweet. She seems like a great mother, a great wife. And she's very honest about her position as a wife and a mother of three. I think she has three kids. Um, and her having, you know, being a business owner and a cook and all this, all these things. Like I'm like, go girl, I guess. Like, I don't know what people, I really don't, I don't know. Even when I had Twitter, people would make threads about her and I'm like, I still would read through and I'm like, I don't see this. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, we got to stop that. Like I've been told, you know, on YouTube in the comments or even on Instagram, like you don't look black yourself. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm as Negro as they come. Yeah, I'm, I might even like fair skinned. I'm light brown, if that. Like in the wintertime, with good lighting, I might appear lighter. But I'm I'm light brown. I have 4B type hair. I have very kinky curly type curl hair um, pattern. Um, kinky, coarse, whatever you want to call it. I'm black. Like both of my parents are ADOs. Both sides of my family are all ADOs. I'm Black American, straight through and through. My ancestors built this fucking country, period. Like, I'm nothing else. Like, I'm Negro, period. Negro American, all right? So it's weird to even convince myself to strangers online that I'm, like, who I am, my race and my ethnicity and my lineage when you could just simply click on my page and see for yourself, but people don't. They just, you know, whatever. So it's funny, like, when I call people out and I'm, like, you're not black or whatever. And they're like, you don't even look black yourself. And it's like, but I am. Now what? <laughs> like, what else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else you got going on? But um, yeah, I I really wanted to just talk about that shit because again, after I seen the whole like Underground Railroad trailer today, I was just shocked. I'm like, I can't believe they're still doing this shit. They're still hiring people that aren't us to play us in historical films. That made us who we are today. um, It's just blatant at this at this point, you know. Like it's just straight up. I don't know. Like an agenda. It has to be like. Or like, how else do you explain it? (laughs) You know. Like how else do you explain it? And please stop looking at P Diddy. Anything that has to do with P Diddy and his agenda for Black Americans. It's all. Anchored in the Democratic Party. So he doesn't have a black American agenda. Stop looking at his dumbass. He's he's an idiot. Literally. Diddy is an imbecile. He's a sellout. He's been a sellout for a very long time. I don't even know why people are even paying attention to him. Everything that he does is suspicious to me. Roland Martin is like the DJ academics of politics. Both are just as annoying both are just as like so unnecessary to the movement both of them aren't even ados but yet they love to talk about black american culture and black american politics and anchor themselves in our identity yeah are the first ones to fucking talk shit about us i don't this is what i mean like we gotta start vetting these motherfuckers out Because I'm not, I'm not having it. I'm not having people talking about our shit, our culture, our identity, our experiences. And then not even one of us, like, no, you cannot talk about us at nine to five or, or five to 12 or whatever, AM, 5 PM to 12 AM, whatever the fuck your time of, you know, doing entertainment, right. And then go home and participate in your ethnicity that, that is yours, right like i don't know i think he's jamaican i think um tj academics is i know he's caribbean i believe um like you cannot you're right you know what i'm saying like you cannot profit off of our culture and talk shit about us and then go home and like have a completely different like lifestyle and living that we don't
0: have so it's just weird to me that like i don't know like how
1: our cultures fucking amazing and profitable, but yet we're like fucking talked down on every other fucking day. You go on like social media. So, um, I guess we're doing something. <laughs> we're doing something, right? Right. But, uh, yeah. Sassy doesn't mean anything for the collective people. I don't care how sassy Angela Rye is, how spicy she is towards white supremacists and Fox news um, anchors or
0: whatever. She's a sellout and that, and that is what it is. Like, I, I just can't
1: like in Garza, you low down thing with a dirty wig on in my nini voice. You tried it with Ice Cube. Yeah. Alicia uh, Garza, you really did. And again, Ice Cube has been nailing it. And I'm so happy for him like i I'm proud of like finally somebody that is like bringing the heat and something to the table. <laughs> so let me tell you, Harry Tubman warned us she warned us she was like some some Negroes are just gonna get left behind <laughs> like some people are just gonna get left behind for those I understand, you know. It seems like some people are just scared of pissing the master off like the massa, AKA the entire government system. Like we'll rather choose which mass, like we we would rather choose which massa doesn't whip us as hard as the other one will. Right. That's literally what it feels like with this whole campaign, like between, you know, Trump and Joe, like which massa is going to whip us the hardest. I'm not gonna answer that question because my ass is running off the plantation away. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm out. (laughs) I will not subject myself and my identity to such nonsense. Like I said, I am not choosing who is the worst white man that
0: could whip me the
1: hardest. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I'm not. I would be talking to my dad. Like, it was such a great moment when I went to visit my family this past week, because my dad, you know, he's up there in age, he's a senior, you know, he's like 70 or 71, I think he's 71 now. Um, and we talked, you know, about some real shit and getting, you know, his perspective and elder, you know, their life experiences growing up in America as a ADOS. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's something that is needed, you know, like, The best way to learn about yourself is those that are closest to you, those that are around you, those that are in your family. Speak to them. Speak to your grandparents if they're alive, you know? Like, speak to your family. Speak to your parents if they're alive, you know? Because that is how you understand your identity in the closest way possible. You're not going to learn it through just watching TV (laughs) and CNN and all this other shit. Like, the people are there. We're here, people, by the way. We're here, we're not going anywhere, right? So, hey, take it or leave it. But either way, win this bitch. I'll catch y'all later. Bye.